Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome back to Send It With Steph. I'm Steph Fleckenstein, your host. And today's episode is sponsored by Bet Online because football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, players' news, and game trends. And as you continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online is where the game starts. It has been quite a while. I have been crazy busy because I was in Chile, which is when I recorded my last episode, and then I, excuse me, I started school online, and I'm in my senior year, so I started a full online semester, and then I got invited to start a part-time job that I did last year running the social media accounts for a ski organization in Canada and then I also have been traveling like I traveled home from Chile and then just trying to work on organizing sponsors for the upcoming season and organizing my plan for the year and then you know on top of that working out and trying to find a couple minutes to spend with my friends because you know trying to be a normal 25 year old for like a minute a day (laughs) but basically that's why I've been so busy and kind of MIA it's just been a little bit chaotic in my life recently but I'm going to try to be more on it now that I'm heading out for the year and leaving for Europe in a couple days and hopefully I can get more into my routine again because last year when I was recording these all the time I wasn't in school so it's just an added um amount of work on top of what I'm already doing but anyways I'm back and I have a great episode topic this week I listened to a podcast when I was in Chile that was about travel essentials and like travel tips and I figured what a great episode kind of idea because honestly ski race traveling is totally different than most traveling but I have been doing it for years and I feel like I have some very helpful tips that I can share with you guys so that's what we're going to be talking about today and I'm pretty excited. Okay so my first travel tip and this is for anyone who's traveling this is not ski racing specific but it's something that I have been doing for the last like I don't know 10 years and it's really made a difference for me because there's nothing worse than when your bag goes missing and you have nothing like all you have is your phone or your phone charger and your like your backpack for the airplane so something that I've been doing is I always have a like spare set of underwear um, a spare set of pants so generally I'll show up at the airport in like jeans or nice pants because it's always good to check in and you know go through security and stuff in nicer clothes it definitely makes the attendance at the check-in and everything treat you a little differently so 
I try to look nice when I show up at the airport in jeans or something, but then I will always have sweatpants or leggings in my backpack with my toothbrush. I have a little kit, so it's my toothbrush, toothpaste, um, like face wipes, hand wipes, or something to kind of, if you feel gross halfway through a travel day. Um, any medication that you have to take on like a consistent basis, I always pack that in my carry-on. Um, spare underwear, spare socks, spare t-shirt, extra pair of pants. Um, I usually will even bring an extra pair of shoes. So like I have a rolly carry-on and this is where I put all my extra stuff, but I'll bring like extra shoes. Um, if there's anything that you know you need, like the second you get to your destination, 100% put it in your carry-on. And that's where those rolly carry-ons come in handy, like for ski racers. 100% pack your boots in your carry-on. Never send them in a bag that's being, you know, put on the plane because you never know what's going to happen. And ultimately, that's like the one piece of equipment that is basically impossible to replace when you your bag gets lost. So always carry on your boots. And having that little travel, like, essentials kit is so helpful because even if your bag does go missing, <laughs> you have kind of enough to get by for at least a few days until they're able to get it to you. My next travel tip is for when you get to the airport, anytime you're checking in a lot of bags, um, you want to make sure that you're not overwhelming the check-in person because, first of all, when you walk up to the desk with eight bags or <laughs> four ski bags and a regular bag and a boot bag they're automatically going to go into kind of panic mode because they have rules and they have things that they're supposed to do so as long as you stay calm they are far more likely to stay calm um <laughs> i found this has worked 99 percent of the time as soon as you start getting like harsh with them or start getting impatient or um like making it seem like it's their fault that things aren't going well for you that's when stuff really turns sideways and I think trying to stay calm trying to just like help them through the process explain to them what's in each bag so your skis this is my boot bag blah 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 and really just walking them through it and then if there is an issue and they're being really difficult that's when you can ask to talk to a manager or ask them if there's someone else who has more experience with sporting equipment because the worst is when you go in late. That's another. <laughs> Always show up early if you have a lot of bags. It's like the worst when you show up right before the cutoff with all your ski bags and they're just like full panic mode trying to get you onto that flight. So definitely give yourself enough room time-wise that you're not going to be panicking and they're not going to be panicking because those two combined just always leads to disaster. Something that I have found for like packing my bags is it's generally if you don't have any type of flight status, which I didn't have until this year. This is the first year I've flown enough that I've actually been able to bring overweight bags on. But if you don't have any type of status, trying to bring more bags is generally cheaper than paying for overweight bags. Um, obviously, that changes from airline to airline, but definitely check their rates on their website. I mean, all airlines have baggage rates online and kind of see like if it's going to cost you $100 per extra kilogram that you're overweight versus $100 for an extra bag, you may as well 
just pack the extra bag like bring an extra ski bag it's way easier for them if you're not fighting with them over overweight and I know it's annoying but ultimately that's just kind of the way the airports work so if you can hear a noise in the background I'm sitting in my backyard because it's so warm right now and (laughs) there's a squirrel in one of the trees that is chewing off pine cones and dropping them into my backyard so I apologize if you can hear him but can't sit inside I'm headed to winter soon and it's too beautiful out so anyways I'll get back on track here okay so shifting away from when you're actually at the airport to what I would recommend always trying to bring with you on trips so for ski racing generally you're going on longer trips like specifically um, people who are competing year-round like I'm going to be on the road for basically the next six to seven months and it just can be a long time away from home a long time away from things that you're used to so something that I've started doing and my teammates have started doing is like make sure that you bring things that remind you of like comfort so if that's a specific like candle or a specific pillow and pillowcase or um, these are just kind of some examples that I'm coming up with but like I always travel with the matcha that I really like to drink and I make sure to bring all of my supplements that I know work for me or um, something that I've done most of the time but forgotten chili was bring a yoga mat because there's nothing worse than trying to do a warm-up or stretch in your room in a European hotel and being on like either some nasty carpet or um, hardwood floor. So trying to bring those like smaller essentials that are going to ultimately take up space, but in the long run, they're going to make you feel like you're less it's less like traveling. It's more like you're just relocating to new kind of homey places. So that is another kind of travel tip that I would suggest. Okay, this is something for people who have dietary restrictions because it's something that I've had to learn how to do in the last um, couple of years as I've become kind of more intolerant to certain things. But if you are someone who you know that like um, whey protein really upsets your tummy or whatever lactose or you can't have peanut butter (laughs) but you can have almond butter or um, those types of restrictions where it's like not always super common in other countries and for instance like going to certain places in um, Italy or Germany you're gonna have a hard time finding milk alternatives it's just kind of the way it is so what I would suggest is if you know that there's a certain restriction that you have but it's easy for you to bring um, those kinds of foods over with you so something that would be easy to bring is like um, oatmeal or granola bars Um, I mean you could bring lactate pills (laughs) um, to help with your lactose intolerance or if you can only eat specific nut butters or those types of things those are easy to bring with you and then once you get to your destination if you're moving between places and you find one location that 
has the specific dietary things that you need. So for me, it's like finding oat milk or almond milk. Then if you find a place that has it, like, and you're traveling somewhere else that might not, make sure you just grab an extra one at the grocery store and bring it with you. Like, it's kind of an extra hassle, but it's way better going to a place knowing that you're 100% going to have what you need versus getting there and panicking when you can't find your specific thing in the grocery store. Um, Yeah, that's something that has really helped me and also just learning to be a little bit adaptive with what I'm eating and if they don't have specific things that I can have then mixing it up and looking for new alternatives. Another tip for packing and this is pretty specific to skiing but I mean you could do it for anything (laughs) for your ski bags if you're bringing different dis like skis for different disciplines or you're packing a bunch of different bags um something that's really made my traveling more efficient and something that my boyfriend taught me was to put a piece of duct tape on the outside of each ski bag after you pack it and just label what kind of skis are in that bag so that when you get to your next destination say you're bringing downhill super g and gs skis over somewhere If you know that for the first four days you're only training GS, you can really quickly open that bag that has the GS skis in it rather than sifting through each bag trying to figure out what's in each. Or on the other flip side, if a bag goes missing and you're at the airport and you are trying to decide if it's an urgent matter or a less urgent matter, you can kind of look at what bags you have and what skis are in those bags, and then you can assess and say, like, okay, all of my downhill skis are missing, and I have a downhill race in two days. So you need to be on the airline and really pushing them to make sure that they get that bag versus if all your downhill skis are there and you're just missing a couple of GS skis, then you can kind of relax a little bit, and you don't need to be quite as... uh, panicked about it um that's helped my mental state a lot it also is helpful for just knowing what's where and kind of being able to figure out where everything is because when you start traveling with lots of equipment it can be quite confusing and yeah there's just a lot to remember so that's a tip that I have if you are someone who's starting to travel with more gear than you're used to or you're bringing multiple ski bags somewhere. I mean, you could do this with your regular duffel bag too. If you're bringing multiple suitcases and you're packing one with all your clothes and one with all your ski gear, take a picture of each bag and remember, write down what's in each. So you kind of have that in mind when it shows up. Okay, my final tip and something that's pretty basic, but it's a little bit overlooked is writing lists of things. So I know that it seems kind of pointless sometimes to write lists of each piece of clothing you're going to bring. But I find if I'm going on a trip for a long time and I don't write down, kind of lay it all out on a sheet of paper, what I need for each thing, it can just be kind of a hodgepodge when I'm actually trying to pack. So I'm to the extreme of this where I will write down I'll have a list of like every article of clothing I'm going to bring. So I don't specifically write out like black and white t-shirt. I will just say like four t-shirts, 
five long john shirts, five leggings, five whatever. So I'll like list the number of what I'm bringing. Same thing for supplements. I'll write down exactly what I'm going to need. And it also being able to write it all down and then looking at the timeline you're going for really helps with not overpacking and not accidentally underpacking because you're able to see, okay, if I'm going for, excuse me, sorry, I had a hard workout this morning and I cannot talk now, but (laughs) um, if you're going for 23 days or 21 days somewhere, it's realistic that you pack like five long john shirts because you're going to wear each one about three times and I don't know, maybe you can do laundry or, you know, like you don't or (laughs) you know that you can bring a certain number of socks and it's going to make it through the trip rather than going for 23 days and accidentally packing two long john shirts and four pairs of jeans and that type of thing. Like it's, it helps a lot with writing it out and it's kind of a lot of work, I guess, but at the end of the day, I think it's really helpful. And I do this with my ski bags. I'll write out how many pairs of skis I have, what disciplines, just makes it laying out in the bag so much easier rather than kind of trying to shuffle around everything as you're packing. And then, yeah, that's, I think it's a big help. And I mean, you can take your packing list with you. And then when you get there, you don't lose anything. Cause when you're repacking each time, you can realize that like, oh crap, I am missing two shirts. Um, and along with that, I use packing cubes. Like they are my favorite thing ever. I, it's so easy to separate everything keep everything organized when you're on the road for a long time I know that not everyone loves them but I am a huge user of packing cubes and I would suggest them for anyone I even use them like in (laughs) my boot bag and I use them everywhere so if you're someone who doesn't love just shoving all your stuff in your bag when you're traveling between places I would highly suggest packing cubes and It's a great way to keep everything organized, but thank you so much for listening to my first episode in a while. I am very happy to be recording again. I've missed it, and hopefully I can get myself back on track to do this more frequently because I think with the season starting, I hope to do more recaps of each weekend and actually get into that like I said I was going two months ago, but this this is the year. I promise. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you liked this, make sure to give me five stars and follow my other channels that are listed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.